Right, welcome to the visual div. <laughs> were you waiting for? Were you waiting? I, wait, I was waiting for you to say that. I was you like, were teeing I, me up there. I, I was trying to share the love. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like we're we're that professional at this stage that we can just we can just riff these things. <laughs> Maybe oh, yeah. the next time it should be you say D, I say visual, and then you say div. We can have like a fake. Yeah. Round. Yeah, we'll share the we'll share the love every time. Anyway, um, yeah, welcome to the Visual Div, second episode. My name's Matt, and I'm with my co-host, Alan. How are you doing today, Alan? Yeah, good. Can't complain. It's, I think it's pissing rain outside. <laughs> but I don't know, I'm in like this. Um, I, so I've, I've got two offices. I've got an office at home. That's very fancy. It's like external to two the house. Two offices. <laughs> it, it looks, well, there's, yeah, it, it overlooks like the ocean, and then I'm in this like box in town that it feels more like a casino so <laughs> so i don't know if it's i don't even know what time it is <laughs> well it's a i think it's safe to assume that it's raining and it's a bonus if it's not i think on the west coast this yeah time of year, well it's yeah. yeah it's the weather i i kind of look at the weather differently because i i look for ocean swells and it's really good this week so it doesn't matter if it's sunny or raining it's like all the surfers are happy so and there was us there was us saying at the start before we pressed record that we weren't going to talk about the weather and we just straight away talked about the weather we did not it's not on the taboo list to uh. taboo list <laughs> <laughs> we we had a list of stuff we were going to talk about we didn't say we wouldn't talk about the weather <laughs> very true very true anyway like what we this um this week it's not really this week we've already recorded one this week today we're going to try and convey our thoughts about the new Webflow UI. So the new logo, the new website, the new the new everything, like the new look and feel, and then probably the the biggest talking point from um from the Webflow comp in social circles is the designer. So it's obviously had a, a facelift and there's lots of things now we've had a week or so to play with it. Lots of things that we love and lots of things that we don't love as much. So maybe we can uh, start with the logo. Well, the logo to me, when I saw it first, I was like, ah, oh, this is weird. Honestly, the first <laughs> time I saw it. Well, you know, that that's when something changes. You're always, you get a little bit of a shock. But when Vlad did the talk at the conference and he he had it just time to perfection you know explaining the new direction the new visual direction of of webflow i literally gasped when the logo came together it was just it was just so well timed it was like a you know when a comedian just like puts out a, a really well-timed joke and just the way he delivered the explanation behind the logo and the developer animator job you know it was the html css and javascript kind of approach and i was like what so once it went once i i saw that and heard that i was like this logo is class it's so cool um but you're for- you're but you're also it's fair to say you're also a you got very excited about the whole direction of you know a pro developer tool that I'm not surprised that you also love the logo because it represents the kind of building blocks. It didn't have 
can't any reference to design per se as like we're going to make it easier to design stuff you it, it had all the references were to more like the building blocks html css javascript which is kind of your bread and butter wheelhouse yeah, you out on that yeah stuff, maybe so. you're right maybe maybe it was the whole kind of experience of yeah the whole talk which i suppose is an incredibly well written talk and presentation that that crescendo well that was the crescendo for me was that um, the movement of the three elements of the W into the logo, I was just like, I did not see this coming. Yeah. Well done. Like, well completely done, yeah. blindsided. It was like, you know, when a movie, it's like the, the, at the end of Scooby-Doo, when they pull off the mask, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was great. I, I Yeah. See, so, yeah, from my point of view, it was a, an odd one because... A lot, a lot of logos go through the iterations, don't they? You know, they, they they release a new logo and or a new brand look and feel. And um, I, I haven't, I don't think professionally, at least, I've not been, um, I've not been exposed to something where I've been so like Webflow is the middle of every day of my working week. Webflow is, you know, I wake up thinking about Webflow, what I'm doing in Webflow. You know, it's, it's just part of my thing now. So maybe I just. I was a little bit taken aback by whoa, 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 where, where's no, I want, I want Webflow. I don't want this like this new thing. I just want like web, I want Webflow. That right. w. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want something. I want the the thing that I'm used to. Yeah, and I guess yeah, initial thoughts were like you don't need to change it. What there's nothing broken. And then I guess as you start looking into it a bit more and you see what you know, like the guys like Waldo have done with their 3D printing, and and you go actually well done guys like you've hit the nail on the head this is pretty cool and yeah um and also randomly i think there was a lot of twitter stuff going on about do you like it and whatnot and i think i even look it's like the framer logo it's got a bit of framer logo to it which is you know it it's kind of got the angles and the which is quite quite interesting um but yeah no I, think I, I didn't. Overall, I didn't see that connection to be to be honest. But yeah, there's probably some similarity with the symmetry. Yeah, it's yeah. just a bit more angled, I suppose. The curves have gone. The curves were five years ago curves now, aren't they? You know, now it's all all the logos are angled and fonts are angled, and it's all a bit. Cars are angled. You know, it's just we're in an <laughs> angled angled world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but then obviously you got the website. So the logo takes. Well, it takes, it took all of the sort of headline. But then behind that, you've got a brand new website. You've got, um, you've got like the Webflow University that everyone loves to love. Had a complete revamp in like, not just the UI, but how you use it. Had a nice little sidebar. And, and like, I know Mackenzie Charles, who I've been following for, for years. Like I've got his poster up in my, um, in my office. It's not, well, it fell down the other day. I haven't put it back up, but it's... <laughs> You can't start saying that you're a fanboy and you have a poster up and then explain that it's on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a story of my DIY life, I think, is uh, I I buy cheap frames from, from Ikea and when they fall down, I realize that I just... Hey, hang this. on a second. We, you just... Ikea is a wonderful company and if they wish to sponsor us, like, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, so take that back. <laughs> Yeah, IKEA IKEA frames last at least six months in my <laughs> rickety house. No, but um, 
yeah, just seeing all that stuff and then realizing the depth of work, you know, because we work on sites all the time and we know how much work goes into a a brand new design, let alone a redesign. And mm. they're redesigning probably what one of the biggest sites, um, product sites out there in terms of number of pages, contact points, you know, pricing pages, this page, that page, that page. And like, that was pretty impressive. And they, I think they nailed that one um, pretty good. Yeah, I think I've... I've I've been incredibly impressed with all of their iterations of all of their websites. They just they just hit the nail on the head all pretty much every time and at the same time they kind of sometimes they challenge like a bit of what one would think a certain section should or should not look like, which I really enjoy, but they're not at the same time um you know, hitting all the correct markers in terms of UX of having the right elements in the right places, but just challenge the way they're positioned. It's it's awesome. But they've yeah. always been good at that. So if yeah, in, in fairness to them. So yeah, the the new site is I give it a thumbs up. But I've given yeah, them all um, thumbs up. We're not we're not designers by trade, I guess. We're not sort of we're we're more developers turn dev designers rather than designers turn designer devs that's the way to say it but um which means that maybe our opinion doesn't count too much but i think it's <laughs> the fact the fact that it just it does just it does what it says on the tin really really well and it hasn't so really people but, but can wrong. stop listening now because our opinion yeah. doesn't count. <laughs> yeah well no keep listening because we're going into the designer next and our opinion definitely counts in the designer because we are developers who so love yeah. i was actually i had a quick um, going back to the conference, the Webflow staff were so sound. They were so approachable, easy to talk with, um, took on on board a lot of the challenges that people put towards them. Like, because like we were saying in the last episode, there's so many people out there using Webflow for so many different creative reasons, or their their creativity is bringing them down different avenues. So then people would have very specific um, kind of questions towards the the uh, limitations that Webflow has in their particular um, expertise. So like they were really, really open with, you know, initially having the AMA and then you could go up and ask them quite frankly what what their plans were and, you, and they were they were quite forthright in their their response and and they weren't. They didn't bullshit us really. They were like, this is how far one thing is going. If someone wants to take it to the next level, well, you know, you can you can go via the app route, the webflow app route. Um so yeah, it, it was it was the reason I'm saying this is because I was talking to Vlad and I was just like, so why haven't you changed the name of the designer to the developer? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What did he say though? What 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 was his? Can you remember what he said? He just started laughing and he kind of like you know just was like oh yeah maybe but no he just started laughing because we we were kind of I was just saying about how I enjoyed how the marketing language was now developer focused and visual developer focused and I was like oh why didn't you change the name of the designer to the developer? <laughs> we just had a bit of a giggle about it. So maybe that's uh, maybe that's the next step or maybe there will yeah, be a designer yeah. and there will be a developer. I don't know. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I like going to that N, uh, AMA. I thought that they were very impressive. About they didn't, they didn't bring their political political game, did they? Where they were just spamming off, you know, like with sort of generic responses. They actually dug in. They gave little mm-hmm. insights into what was coming or or when something wasn't coming down the line. I remember, I think, um, is it one of the guys asked about uh, e-commerce. Mm-hmm. And and then Alan, who's used to work at Shopify, I think, mm-hmm. um, he basically was honest and said, "We could, but it's difficult. It's a big like. There's lots of little things that add up to lots of little things. That is lots of little things, and to get lots of little things right for something like e-commerce is a lot of work. And they didn't just go, "Hey, wait and see," or "We might do that in the future," or it was they were dead honest, which was. Um, which is pretty cool. But I think, I don't know, there's the positive side of that. I think the other side of it, and I think maybe we'll go into it with the um, with the critique of, our, of the designer, what we think of the new designer, but there, there is a little, in my mind at least, there's a little bit of uh, disappointment with some of the, like half-baked is a bit a bit of a strong word, but releasing some things in a sort of conference-style um what's the word rotation is that some of the things feel like they got released a bit earlier than they needed to be um because they're missing bits and bobs um but other than that i think that yeah the guys are very approachable very honest and it kind of it built up a lot of favor so i'm my confidence levels for the webflow team just gone through the roof which is yeah i i really liked how um i think it might have been how alan said it it's probably Alan who said this that they're what they're not going to do is build something that doesn't work. And this, but they'll build something that definitely works but has limitations. They'd rather build something like yeah. highly, like a, to the highest standard possible. And if that means there's limitations in it, so be it. Um, but they're not going to, um, yeah, build something that has bugs in it essentially. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so talking about um, what they built, like, what were your initial impressions on the uh, the new designer UI? Apart from the name, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> huge disappointed disappointment <laughs> with the name. Um, the initial ones were like, "Whoa, this is cool." It look it looks more like um, something like VS Code in dark mode, which was the initial thoughts. Um. That was my first kind of thinking about it. And uh, the like I know there was a bit of chat about the new icons and stuff. And I was like, I, I actually really liked it all. Like I liked um, the initial impressions were that yeah, it, it looks good. It looks slick. Looks more like a developer. <laughs> 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 um, and then those things were great. So... But then when I started using it, straight away I got annoyed because I was trying to preview and the preview button got moved. And I was just like, where's the preview button? And like, I know it's only a small thing. They moved it up from whatever was the top left of screen to the top right of screen. But when you're used to it being up in top left, you're just, that's where your your brain goes. Like my, my brain is just trained to go up there to click on the preview. And then I, I found it whatever and yeah okay it's and i'm still looking for the preview button in its old position so i haven't retrained my brain 
And something happened the other day that I clicked, tried to click preview and I, I clicked something else. So it it is... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think the, um, the hot spot of where preview is has got a lot going on around it, I think. I think yeah. It's a little less on its own, ready to go. From what I can remember, preview was this, the holy grail of there's preview and you could just, your muscle memory got there relatively quickly. Hmm. Whereas now you you have to be a little bit more precise to, to click on it because if you don't, you might click on something else. Yeah, and I've definitely done that. Like I've yeah. definitely clicked on something else. So... I, remember, I remember years ago having a, a debate with a designer who, who loved um loved their icons and wanted to roll out this new icon language onto the product that we were building and i think it's called is it a call affordance where something the 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 relationship between what something looks like and what it means to everyone is quite wide so mm. if you put an icon of a person what does it mean does it mean it's an account does it mean login does it mean log out does it mean profile there's lots of things that Whereas if you put a play button, like it's play. Play means play means play. It's like it's been on VHS recorders from when we were when we were kids, all the way up to YouTube, all the way up to your phones, like every every like everything. All my kids' toys, it, there is a play button, and I know exactly they know what it means, and they're only two years old, you know. Whereas, so the affordance of icons is really important, and before it yeah. said preview did and now it's just a play button and it's like what does play even mean it like i like i'm not playing a video i'm i'm previewing something so why don't you know that that was that confused me a little bit i thought preview means preview especially when you're a, a client who maybe doesn't use that the tool very often um when i say hey just all you have to do is preview and they go oh where, where's preview i don't want to press the play button because what does the play button do so that that threw it did throw me, and it still throws me a little bit. So like, I'm not playing the website; I'm previewing the website. So, hmm. um, so that's but you, there's no preview icon, really, is there? There's no preview an icon that goes. So yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. I'm I think that's a. <laughs> minus one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> minus one. Yeah. Okay. So what's What's like, your next one then? And the new UI as well. The um, I always thought of the designer in in terms of HTML and CSS, that the HTML was over on the left of screen and the CSS was over on the right. That's the way I always kind of um, my mind approached it. Yeah. So if you go over to the left, you've got the elements in the navigator. You open up the navigator, and there's your your, your HTML essentially. And then over on the right hand side, you've got your styles and that's when you can start putting in your classes and underneath you put in your class and then underneath all of that is the way we create CSS. So that was always the way I looked at it and approached it. And I know there's, there's other things like you've got settings where you, and, and, and things get more complex, but on a very simple initial view of the designer and if i was to ever explain it to someone this is how i would explain it um and the other day i was looking to clean up my classes and i literally couldn't find it i just couldn't find it i was like 
what it is. I had to, I had to Google <laughs> how to, because I was like, they can't have got rid of this feature. Like, and then yeah, found it over in where I would think the HTML is. It's uh, it's now over on left of screen the the where you go yeah. to find how you clean your classes and um. I, I I don't know. It's it that was I suppose these these are things that when you're so used to using a tool and then they change it, um and maybe maybe they had like a, an explanation. Oh, here's the new UI. This is where things have moved to. But I, I, if that if they did that, I skipped it. I definitely didn't look at it. So <laughs> if there was really clear and concise consu- uh, instructions, I ignored them. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to the team if they did provide no, that. No, I, but I, I'm completely with you. I didn't, I didn't, I never thought about it as like HTML on one side and CSS on the other. I never thought about it like that. But come to think of it, that's the way it worked. And if you think like cleaning up your, your style classes should be where your style classes are, it feels logical. When you're on a bigger screen, it feels like first world problems, but. It's a long way. It's a long way away to clean up your styles, <laughs> but also, va- variables have the same the same issue. Mm. Is that you you're mostly working with variables when you're thinking about styling, mm. whether it's using a variable or creating a new variable. It's it's always done on the right hand side of the. Uh, well, mm-hmm. you think it's always done down there. The color palettes were there. The like everything is done on that little right hand side. Um, it's almost like your safe, your safe space, isn't it? You're not going to mess around with the building blocks. The only thing that is over there that may could be on the other side is maybe attributes. But again, it's you know, you know like... no, not really, because in the way that, like, if you would think of structuring a site, you've got your HTML, your CSS, and then you've got your your JavaScript folder. So, like, having the attributes. Yeah, maybe the attri- underneath the settings, it's a. I think it's. It makes sense because, you know, the interactions is essentially like a jQuery script, so it's it's all kind of there. Like the target of the JavaScript is there. Yeah. So that makes sense, but I I also see how you could click on an element on the other side, and that's where you add the. The attributes. Yeah. To. I think but again that could just I, be I that suppose. I'm used to it. Yeah, but and you, know, you think about like. All other software tend to have this structure, don't they? Of like the the layers, hmm. and then the styling of the layers, or the settings for those layers on something. But the variables one is interesting, and I think it's something that has been picked up on Twitter. It's like it's huge. The window for a variable is huge. There's so much space that they're going to fill somehow. Hmm. And to create a new variable, you have to go all the way up to the top, click it, and then find where that is. It's not that easy to find sometimes that you've something is ready for you to edit and then you have to edit it and then it moves into the slot. Say you have folders, moves into the slot that it's being selected for. It's just a, an interesting interest. It's just an interesting way to do it. And it kind of, it kind of doesn't work. Like you, you think if you click a variable, a new variable, it would come up with a little modal where you could just boom, boom, boom. But then I don't know. I'm I'm sure they got more plans because I think you know it's one of my bugs. That's I've... really interesting because like I've so I haven't really I haven't used variables at all for fonts or any kind of for, for for fonts or the other options. I've only used it for colors at the moment, and I've only been adding the variables true 
the color selector on the right hand side. So we've been using it completely differently, actually, just by the way you described it. Um, and oh, I, yeah, yeah, you can do that, can't you? You can add it, add it there. And and with that, the there was a little bit of an issue. I was finding a little bit of an issue where you almost have to like deselect the very. You do have to deselect the variable if you want to add in like a new color that isn't a part of your variable library yet. So, and I suppose because of I'm actually the project I'm working on at the moment has got a completely new reskin and CSS and color palette, but. I know it, it works really, I've noticed with the colors though, it works really well. Like it, it, it changes things across. Um, yeah, the power, the the power of the colors, the power of colors for variables is really good. Now I know we go, we go in a bit off tangent here to the functionality of variables, but it, it's probably a, you know, it, it is a bugbear for, for quite a few people. Well, I'm a bit of a champion for the bug, for the, being the bugbear because <laughs> So when you colors. say that Twitter was, yeah. discussing this it was you were discussing this on twitter yeah i i want to argue with yourself it. on twitter <laughs> yeah i did i was retweeting myself about my complaints about variables and they, <laughs> they, therefore it's an important thing to talk about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but you know i think the variables yeah the variables is a little bee in my bonnet about variables because i think yeah you're right the colors work well there's a few things like you can't reorder them when you do them. So, you know, when you present it to a client in the, the context of a style guide, for example, you might do gradients of a color, but you once you've started go, creating them, you've got to recreate them to, and then you're, you're in trouble. Um, but the biggest thing I find is the, the lack of mobile, uh, so not mobile, but lack of support for breakpoints in the same way that CSS variables works in the, code world you know where hmm. that that's a big part of it is being able to say you know text large is 20 pixels on desktop and it's 20 pixels on tablet and it's only 18 pixels on mobile and the fact that like with the colors as you said you change the color you change the variable and it just propagates across everything now with with the current variable setup it feel you have to create another variable for the smaller breakpoints and then attach mm. that to all the classes that you want that to use. And it that's kind of defeats the object of the um now, like people have said, yes, just just create all these variables. And yeah, you can you can do it. But that big space in the variables window suggests that there are more updates coming. And if the update is they now support uh breakpoints, we well, have to un unattach all of these things delete loads of variables and re-put them in in a different way and that feels like it's a false start it feels like right we're going let's go and then you get halfway up the road and you realize mm. you've forgot forgotten your bags so you have to go all the way back and start again yeah um so that that's that really that that kind of plays into this narrative i have which is like is it was it ready to be released I'm sensing you're a little bit annoyed by this, Matt. I'm, well, <laughs> I, I, like, I don't know. I how, I don't know. There's something in the air that says there's something that's troubling you. <laughs> Do you like to talk about it? <laughs> I would like to talk about it, Ali. Is this? It's now a good time. <laughs> yeah, it is a good time. 
No, I, I have, okay, I have history here. I have so when I was part of a, um, uh, an enterprise agency, we we got asked to do some sort of part of some beta groups, and one of them was branching, and having worked in the in um in the product teams, the engineering teams before of, of other companies who do you know who use um, version control with GitHub, what well, with Git and GitHub, mm-hmm. or um, I was pretty familiar with the benefits of branching. Mm-hmm. And when we were going through the product um, launch or helping the guys with the product launch, we got our hands on this thing and there were big roadblocks to it being useful mm. in our team setting and maybe in other team settings. Like, or um, anyway, long and short of it was that all got released anyway. And we did never use branching because it was useless in the way it had been built. And the variables brought me back to that point was like has someone not used this for two or three weeks on a bigger project before releasing it or has it been just this it the bit that we designed as well i'm like it's horrible to say this but like has the product team gone through this these are the use cases that we need to have in the initial release to make it work properly and then we've got other you know reordering the variables or this or that or that that's that's great but those aren't those are nice to have quality of life stuff. This is a critical thing that actually means that variables have a bit of a dead end. And it felt like it was we need a slide to fill in. This might obviously not. Having met all the guys, I know it's it's not, but here's a slide about variables for the webflow comp. We need to have it released. Let's release something. Um Yeah, but this kind of yeah. goes back to what I, I was saying. <clears throat> um like the colors variables for colors work so you know i know but they should they should have just released colors and they should have just released yeah yeah that that's a fair point yeah variables for colors because you can't do line height you can't do line height on certain like if you want to put 1.1 with no unit for line height there you can't do that in variables hmm. so half of the typography stuff that you're used to doing is dead in the water you you then have to do it the other way and mixing systems like that, mixing approaches, is is a recipe for chaos in our yeah. own world. Let alone when we're handing it off to internal yeah. teams. Or anyway, yeah, I've had my therapy session. Thanks very much. <laughs> I I will be, I will be positive for the rest. Apart from apart from the the blurry, it's blurry. What's blurry? The the UI is blurry. I've got a okay. It? It, it's too. I let, like on my on my um, retina screen, it's it's nice and crisp. Yeah. On my Dell HD, which for all intents and purposes has made me feel like I'm I've got twenty twenty vision for the last few years. Um, it's blurry. Like you know, I I Ooh. woke up woke up the next day, opened the designer up, and we're like, I need to go and get my eyes tested because I can't see these icons. They look like, huh? Well, like you've you've just gone blurry as if. Our recording software is, is listening to us. You've just gone a little bit blurry on the camera. Um, but that's what the web webflow designer did. I I did some tweets on it and just it's just not crisp. Um, well, honestly, I haven't noticed that. Um I'm actually looking at the designer here. And No, it's it's not something that just just myself and I think the the guys have picked up on it, but um it just felt like they they've gone one one or two pixels too small. And they mm. haven't, um, they haven't thought, they haven't tested it across, maybe slight. And I, hey, 
I'm I'm privileged enough that I can have a nice big screen, and I got a MacBook. But there there's a, um, a huge amount of people that don't have Retina screens. Well, maybe that's I don't know what a Retina screen is these days. Oh, but. okay, okay. So it's a smaller on a smaller screen, it might be a bit blurry. Yeah, um, maybe. It's not, no, it's not so much. It's, the, it's more the resolution, but um, but yeah, it was disappointing. But again, it 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 wasn't so much the oh it doesn't look good it was more the wow this this kind of hasn't been tested and and that kind of just gives you a little bit of nightmares with like memberships was rolled out logic was rolled out um variables was rolled out it just gives me a little bit of um i don't know what's the word nervousness about every announcement and how it how it kind of actually plays out because it doesn't have to be perfect, but we're in a world now where my livelihood relies on this. And if there's like hmm. a few little missteps, they kind of add up a little bit. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe they just need a, a few more checks and balances before they release it out and into the world. Um, just because it's important. It's important that these things and it's I don't think it's maybe me being a bit naive, but I don't think it's that hard to get those little things right. Because they make a big impact. Yeah, well, like, I, yeah. I can't really comment on the the um, the blurriness or lack thereof of the the icons in the UI because I just didn't, I haven't seen it. Yeah. So maybe that's a bit selfish of me, but I haven't noticed it. <laughs> so I, I let's just cut out that rant because I don't care. <laughs> no, but I get you. Like, it is, it is incredibly important especially when yeah you got to pay your mortgage and feed your kids um so there is there is um i suppose yeah it's not worth using certain features like across the board just yet um and like even when it comes to membership and logic like it's it's good for a certain amount of use cases and it it, it goes to a certain standard and it means you don't, and it's also a part of the. It's it's not an additional like it's not an add-on like so. It's they've they've given it to us in the hosting packages. It's not like they're charging through the nose for it, and then it's um then it's not doing what Make does or or member stack. It's it's a a good solution up to a certain use case, and then you need to go elsewhere. And and this is. I know we're, we were talking about the UI there, but this is one of the things I really like. Webflow haven't closed the the technology. Like you can use anything, pretty much anything in in conjunction with Webflow. Like if you were using, try to take in a technology from the into Shopify or Wix or Squarespace that isn't, um, you know, in their app store, and it's pretty. It, it's not it's not easy you know so the there would be more annoyance for certain and my part for certain things if the ability to do it wasn't there so this kind of goes back to variables you want to do variables right you can do it with css that costs like a custom embed like if you were to like, yeah they're still, so they're not preventing us doing variables the way you're no, suggesting no it's just the true. ui isn't at that standard yet. Um, so, like, it would be a complete pain in the arse if they yeah. actively prevented you from doing that. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. That's uh, that's a good point. And it, my know, kind of take on the. And those I'm just having a grumble, Alan. I'm just having a grumble. I'm just, I'm just having my grumble for the day. Just let me, let me grumble. You know. <laughs> Maybe I need another coffee. No, no, only joke. But yeah, no. Generally, like generally, I, I don't. It hasn't had a huge impact on me. I, I, the designer per se. There's a few bits and bobs that I, I like and I don't like. But I, to be honest, which is kind of nice. They haven't thrown everything out, and started again. They, they built on it. Um. And, Which is and then, nice. Like, yeah. The best part of the new UI and the new like CSS options is the ratio. That's so cool. Like they've just added in aspect ratio. It's just brilliant. Images, you can make them responsive and and fit their aspect ratio across devices. And and that can be responsive. Like you can change the aspect ratio across devices, um, across breakpoints. It's such a cool feature. Like before, for me to do like a responsive, um, like a, an aspect ratio of an image, what I tended to do was wrap the image, have a have a div with, you know, adding of the of the ratio that I wanted. Make that relative. Throw the image inside it and make the image absolute and give it uh, make it a cover like fit it as a cover and now you don't have to do that it's awesome like that's an amazing update yeah, interesting that have you looked behind the scenes what's actually happening behind the scenes when when that it's the uh the correct way that an aspect should be done aspect ratio should be done in css ah okay so because aspect ratios have always been one of those css things that is quite um you know stack overflow is probably one of the most searched for how do you make it do widescreen you know and always stick yeah. widescreen um so yeah be, it'd be interesting to see because you can't you can't do that natively in css can you, mm -hmm. you can, yeah you oh, can you, you can okay okay yeah. so I've, I've just missed i missed that on the uh that's the, 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 the thing was like even though we have this this ui and it's got like all these buttons helping us write css like webflow does not prevent you writing as far as I can tell, like I haven't noticed any um, CSX CSS functionality that um, Webflow has prevented. Uh, like no, no, no. I just I wasn't sure if it was one of those sort of quick stack moments where it's sort of it, it's it's hacking away a little bit at this you know aspect ratio is going. Hey, you can do aspect ratio, but actually it's it's not really a thing. But actually it's a it's a CSS. Attribute, isn't it? Aspect ratio. Mm. Yeah, yep. which I, I, did, I, I, I didn't it. actually didn't actually know that. Didn't didn't know that it was a it was a um, CSS. So I'm learning. That's another thing, and I know we're we're um, we're talking about the UI, but and I know they they're coming up with custom CSS um, soon as well. Brilliant. They said they're coming soon, and they're obviously working on it because it's. And I love that approach. It's like, it's coming soon. We're not quite ready yet. Happy days. I, that I love. But uh, something that we talked about, I think at like 10 o'clock at night after after the Webflow, at the end of the Webflow comp was um, because it's becoming more developer-friendly, mm -hmm. developer-friendly or developer-focused, um, there's going to be a lot of us who use Webflow that 
don't have a background in traditional CSS, JavaScript, HTML terminology. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's being, I think Webflow is such a great platform for introducing yourself to those uh, terminologies. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are certain things that maybe it's, it's, it's kind of avoiding like style selector it, you know, why not call that a class, for example, do they need to call it a class? Maybe in the future, they'll call it a class rather than a style selector. Um, you know, those... you know what, like the amount of times that I'm talking about classes and I accidentally use the word style and that's, yes. yeah. So there, I even think I did a YouTube video the other day and I kept saying style, style, style instead of class and like mixing them up. And it's like, yeah. So like that's because of Webflow because I keep seeing the word style, add a style. No, it's like you're adding a class and you're. And obviously in <laughs> Ireland, when you say something's good, you say something's a lot of people say is class. It is class. It's yeah. class. So maybe they're, they're, they've done that for the Irish market to make yeah. sure that we understand the difference between how class something is and putting a class on yeah. something. These styles are class. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 No, Technically, but... <laughs> there's styles in the classes. <laughs> yeah. These, these, cl these classes are class. No, 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 no. These styles are class. Yeah. They're helping <laughs> us. Um, no, no. But um, it, I think we were talking about how... Um, how you could use Webflow to actually, um, and it's something that I think you meant you were talking about animations and going, okay, what's behind the animations and how do they work in the browser? And, you know, things like assi they assign IDs. So when you do selected element, hmm. it it assigns an ID to allow that animation to hook onto that element. Um, hmm. And we don't see a lot of, we don't see any of that happening. And unless you really want to dive below it, it's actually quite hard to know that this, you know, Webflow, it would be a big job to try and do this, but Webflow don't, um, don't, don't visualize that bit of it. They sort of abstract some, some bits, don't they? Um, well, yeah, well, that's kind of, that would be the same with, yeah. uh, like if you're using VS code, like they don't, VS code doesn't teach you how to use HTML, CSS and JavaScript and folders. And, like, no, but you're but you're you are writing it. You you like by the fact that you're writing it, it's not abstracted. Actually, to to be honest, like if you're using you can write whatever you want in there, and it'll yeah, you if... can have. There is a lot of abstraction actually. If you like, if you're using a library or a hmm. yeah. So I, I guess there is. Yeah, I, I guess what we were talking about is is there a is there room here now to where the UI and Webflow um, can start moving a little bit more towards. Um, more towards the development terminology in a way that would make it easy for that kind of gap to, you know, because if you pick up, if you start writing, um, say you use Slater, for example, and Slater start mm -hmm. giving you all this lovely code, a JavaScript code, and it starts spurting out classes, and you're mm -hmm. like, what? What is that? What is that? Is a what is a class? What What is an ID? Mm -hmm. All that kind of stuff. So... There's definitely okay, so you're, you're yeah. saying like the understanding of of using like JavaScript to target an element by targeting selecting a class. Class, kind yeah, of yeah. Because yeah. to be honest, there's they use attributes, custom attributes. There's a few things that are reserved um, for obvious reasons, but or some non-obvious reasons. Um, but there's certain things that make sense and then certain things where they don't use the same terminology and it's uh, you know like variables is a good way it uses the same te terminology class we said 
doesn't use the same te- terminology. Hmm. Um, the Dom thing that came out, you know, that that was interesting because that brings a whole lot of like, you know, a lot of the memes that are flying around like Web Bay is like, it's just <laughs> it's just HTML5. It was like, it's not this Dom thing, you know, it's so it's it'd be, it'd be it's super cool now that everyone's and all the apps coming out and like they can add you can add tables you can add you know svg tags and all this kind of stuff it's um it's super interesting that i wonder how the ui will transition in that in that respect you know because like you look at the rate the image we've gone to this with the image ratios like you have you have what's happening like it has a widescreen or a landscape or a portrait and they are css attributes that's a css attribute um is the aspect ratio so all it's doing is giving you a different aspect ratio i wonder if they just call it aspect ratio instead of um ratio for example you know those kind of things but anyway so like maybe the the language could be evolved to be closer to what um more developer focused but like Listen, we're just after talking about how they moved the preview button over from the top right to the top left, and we're just like, our world is collapsing. Imagine now if they started <laughs> changing absolutely the whole language in the in the whole, and you just turn up one day and it's like, oh, it's class selector, and it says aspect ratio instead of ratio, and you just you'd lose your mind. Yeah. I'd so have I'd, have have do, a, I'd have to do an episode on my own just complaining about the changes. Maybe you could do like a double screen. Good math, bad math. <laughs> I always wonder: Do I do that when I'm walking the dog in the park? Do people think that I'm talking to myself? Because you know, some people are walking down the road and they're normal people, and they 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 look like they're talking to themselves. I'm sure I do that when I'm walking around the supermarket. I just love that line. Do you know the way some people, when they're walking down the road, are normal people? <laughs> Well, you're yeah. assuming that everybody else, that the majority of people are not normal. <laughs> no, like I, I like that there was I I was on the bus. I, I don't know. I was on the bus the other day, and it was obvious that that person, um, yeah, was say, thinking about HTML and CSS and was trying to figure <laughs> out a problem. In their mind. No, they were saying they were saying stuff out loud that that um was was quite controversial. Um. But I'm saying I feel like sometimes I'm walking through the park and I'm just, my lips are moving and it's re- replicating what's in my head, you know? So you're just screaming controversial stuff in, yeah. in like Webflow language. Oh, the yeah. dog's just an HTML element. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. It just renders a div. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we'll try that next time. Just just keep an eye on what I'm talking about while I'm not making any noise. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, but yeah, overall, I think overall, the UI uncontroversial. It's not revolutionary. It's more of an evolution. And apart from personally, apart from the the resolution issues, which I think a lot of other people have flagged, um, I think it was generally probably a they they've moved a lot of stuff around in the background to allow for further product development that would make room for new features and obviously they've got um more things coming down the line and then you know you've got the web apps as well that got released a few months ago that are now there and that had to be considered in terms of like the look and feel and how things are styled um 
which is like they've styled it super interestingly the way they style it and the way they position apps and how it integrates with the designer i'm still not 100 percent sure they've nailed that bit of it it looks it looks like a modal but it isn't really a modal um yeah so there's there's a few things there that i think they'll need to work on but hopefully they they have some sort of feedback loop i don't know how they they can you know the guys there collect feedback about people's perception of how the ui is working maybe they you know they have heat maps going on or whatever i don't know but or screen recording yeah, they're, 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 they're definitely monitoring the heap of data yeah the the apps like to be honest the only reason i've used one of the apps recently was to find the dom element um and apart from that like I would, I know there's definitely benefits for using the member stack one or using the WISD one, but I would just rather, I, I, I have, I usually work with two screens and I'm, instead of having something like an app layered on top of the Webflow designer, I'd rather just like pivot between the two screens. Um, that for me, that's just a faster solution. Um, yeah. 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 Than what the. The, like the the difficulty with the apps is, says where'd you where'd you put them? Like there's no space, so they have to kind of pop up, have it as a pop up. And and if you've noticed the way some people have done like app tutorials, or they're they're like, hey, this is the new app that I'm building. They're constantly like moving it around, like it's in the way of what you're 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 writing, like you're what you're coding essentially. So it's it's difficult. Like I don't know where they can unless there's like a whole section that is apps i i just i don't see a better solution right now um was uh yeah and maybe that's why i haven't really delved into apps too much but it could be could also be that i'm just too i like my process i like having member stack opened and i like having if i'm using wizd wizd opened um and even like slater like slater as an app i I like writing in Slater and then um, having the live site open and seeing the changes and refreshing. So I, I don't see the necessarily the benefit right now for some of the apps, but, but they're, yeah, it's, it's, it's impressive to see the amount of uh, problems people are solving in the app space. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. No, it's, um, it is really cool, and like, I think I think that's one of the powers of of um, you know. Obviously, we met loads of people at, in London there, um, and there's so many, uh, so many, so much talent there that's not necessarily just design talent or dev talent. Well, obviously, design and dev talent, but they they just love solving problems in products. It's just, hmm. and they they're building stuff that they might not have this super role of clients big name clients that they work with all day but they're super good at getting under the skin of an api and working at how it works and rolling out an app and just doing it and just coming up with something that feels super small but they've spent evenings and weekends doing this and building it and then we can use it like whoa True. you know it hasn't gone through some big product qa and waited for a, a launch profile and PR story behind it. Da, 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 da. It's just got like, I'm just going to make like, I think like, I think it's Diego's better shadows app. You know, it's like, I can't wait until like 
I just use it because the guys just rolled it out. Boom, boom, boom. Mm. You know, it went from a Twitter, hey, what about shadows? To I, I can use what he just built. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I haven't <laughs> paid anything for it either. It's not like a plugin where I've paid for something. It's all rel- relatively free now at the moment, isn't it? So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting how that, because that's going to get busy. And and I think there's a few like UI things that they need to sort out in terms of finding apps, filtering apps, all those kind of things in in the outside of the designer that maybe they'll um, address over time. So, but yeah, things are happening quickly though. You know, these are like a year ago we were we would not be talking about all this stuff, and then twelve mm-hmm. months. Like I think what I've done personally in my life in twelve months, apart from having a a, a kid, but that was just that a was, small thing. And, just, and, just, and I didn't. I didn't do much. Well, I had. Yeah, I did it a little bit, but then the rest of it wasn't really me. So, and then what? What these so guys? You, are... You've got a second child that you're making sure survives every day. Like it's no biggie. Oh yeah. Well, I'm chatting to you on a Definitely podcast. What Webflow did to the to the UI and the designer is far greater than you being oh, a parent. Yeah, definitely. Actually, yeah, that is very true. Yeah, <laughs> I should definitely not complain oh, about what. Uh, about the designer anymore they've got they've got it they've got it so much harder <laughs> no anyway um oh yeah that was a good that was a good session on the uh on the ui i think that was good we've we've done 53 minutes so again if you've reached this far in our uh in our nattering well done <laughs> um yeah, well done. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know what what did we say last time? If yeah, message you can message um, Alan or myself. DM us on Twitter, and um, next week, I think what we're going to DM about us next if there is a topic you want us to talk yeah. shite about, essentially. Yeah, um, and if you're willing to listen fifty three minutes about us, go around in circles about the UI with no structure, just. <laughs> No structure, no visuals. Just you've just got to believe what we're saying. Yeah, and visualize it as you're walking around your park on your walk or doing your run. Being that whatever. normal person talking to themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, I think a recommendation is just check yourself. Like check, check you're not talking to yourself when you're walking around because it just looks a little bit odd. I will be doing that this afternoon when I take the dog out. So. <laughs> Um, stuff but i think um yeah next next week maybe we'll we might have to talk about the dom the new dom yeah let's talk about the the excitement around the dom is it a person is it an animal is it what is it what is this magical dom thing what is the dom yeah why is it so exciting yeah and why is it why is it quite tricky it's it's the dom is tricky let's not not go into it now sorry i I teed you up yeah and just there's a few things there's a yeah. few things that could make our lives easier if they, if, if weren't hard baked into Webflow for sure. Yeah, damn Webflow, you know, doing a shit job. Only <laughs> <laughs> joking, only joking. I love it. Okay, so in this episode, IKEA are not going to sponsor us, and Webflow are not going to sponsor <laughs> us. Um, so like, pow pow. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> our money making dream has finished on episode two. <laughs> yeah. And we, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Check you later. All right. Thanks very much, Matt. That was, that you. was class. That was class. That one. That was style. <laughs> that was bad. Dad jokes. Uh, there we go. <laughs> okay. Bye. 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 See bye, you later. Bye. Good luck. Bye. 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 <laughs>
we're still recording. I can't, <laughs> I can't stop the recording. Uh, it says it's stopping, know, but it's, I, I don't know if it's stopping. I'll, can I just leave? Me and technology, I tell you. Honestly, it, it's meant we're going to have to cut this bit out, I think. Alan, say something. Don't leave me on my own here. <laughs> As a producer uh, of this technology. Um, yeah, it's not. Um... What does the Mac clip button do? Oh, we're uploading. Okay, we're uploading. That's good. It still says record on my side. I know. Should I refresh? I'm going to refresh. Uh, I don't. I don't want to refresh. Um. Yeah, I think. I think it stopped. I'm going to refresh. Oh, it's ninety nine percent. Oh my god! It's now. twenty past one. I know. Right. Right. Okay. I'll catch you later. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Good work. Well done. Is it stopped recording? Yeah, it is. It's 57 point. Oh, no. It's still coming up. I know. I'm going to end the session now. Okay. Just like leave? <laughs>